Welcome to the Northern Nerd Podcast. We're glad you could join us today. The Northern Nerd is the Northwoods Entertainment, Media, and Creative Hub. Each show includes different guests that come from all walks of life with stories to share. Enjoy our latest episode. College glory days. You have to love them, right? This week, I was able to convince my good friend Jacob Stitchin to come up to Hayward and to experience life in the Northwoods. We talked about his day here in the Northland, but also we were able to discuss our time at college, our favorite part of deer camp, and to end the show, we pulled out questions out of my Abe Lincoln cheese head. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 17 of the Northern Nerd Podcast. I'm here today with one of my best friends from college, Jake Stitchin. Um, and Jake is a teacher as well. We went through the teaching program together at Eau Claire, had a great time and just, he's here visiting me in Hayward, um, kind of done all the tourist stuff, took him out on Teal Lake, did some kayaking, went downtown and got him some tacos from Main Street Tacos. And then, and it wouldn't be a trip to Hayward without a stop by Tremblay's, um, to get some fudge there and also stop by the bakery and treat him to a cow donut. So he's really getting the full Hayward experience here. Jake, what's Hayward? been like so far you know it's been a great great trip up to hayward not only to see uh dalton hassel um but uh you know he gives he's like a tour guide you come up to hayward <laughs> and you really do get the full experience we went out to Tea lake did some kayaking and it was just beautiful the lake was just so calm and quiet and you know it's just nice to like get away it was nice little getaway and then we had the main street tacos and i literally had the biggest best burrito called the big cali that ever had i think so if, you, if you're looking for a good taco it did look like a pretty serious uh pretty serious endeavor that it was good it was like i was eating it and i told dalton i was like it's like a never-ending burrito it just keeps going it was so big <laughs> so we did that and then we did get some fudge from tremblay's which is a classic as dalton would say it's it's always good and even got his photo outside of tremblay's so you know it was a legit tourist experience it really was yeah I, I wasn't I wasn't up for the photo, but then I'm like, did you really go to Tremblay's right. if you didn't get a photo? So we had to get a photo, and then that, that donut was really good. It had some cinnamon in it, and it was delicious. So I really have gotten the full uh, Hayward experience so far today, so it's always a good trip. Yeah, and the day is still young. We The rain tried to hold us off, but, you know, <laughs> we were walking downtown in our swim trunks. We were ready to go. It looked like we were pros, so it was good. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for coming up. Um always enjoy your company and hanging out. So, um, so tell, tell me, how's your, how's your summer been going so far? What are you, what are you doing? So he's a teacher as well. So we're kind of in our off season right now. Um, how's the off season? Been? <laughs> you know, yeah. as I like to say, there is no off season, yeah. but, uh, my off season <laughs> so far has, uh, entailed, uh, I started a tree trimming job. Uh, okay. So one of my buddies, he started a tree trimming business. He's a certified arborist, so we do a lot of tree climbing and tree cutting. And it's been it's been a good summer so far. So we've been doing that. Um, it's been a lot more work than I anticipated, but it's been fun because um, I just love being outside. So we get to cut trees all day. And there's nothing like if you're from the Midwest, like running a chainsaw or splitting wood, is just it's just a satisfying experience. So being that I get to do that every day for my job, like it's not that bad. Now, so, does, does Mitch make you wear flannel every day? Uh, we do not wear flannels. We wear okay. chainsaw pants, though, which okay. are insanely hot. Yeah. Um, so we look professional. But I I did wear a flannel on my first day there just for a good joke. And I feel he, like you have to. He did appreciate that. Yeah, that was good. So <laughs> so we did that. 
Uh, so other than that, I've been working a lot. And then uh, when I can, I just uh, I like to go visit my girlfriend Grace in the cities and do what we can up there. And we actually went to feed my starving children just this past day, and that was really fun. So, what was, what was that whole process like? Uh, so we basically went to uh, feed my starving children. We basically packed up meals for kids um, all around the world who who might not get the opportunity to eat in a day. So you basically go there and it's all run by volunteers and nonprofits. So all the food that they donate is all because of donations from, from people all around the world. So it's really cool what they do and they get to feed kids and families um, across the globe, which is really cool. And we got to pack those meals. So it was a fun day. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. And you also went to a St. Paul Saints game. Yeah, we went to... So that, was uh, first, that was your first St. Paul Saints game, right? Yeah, I honestly did not even know the St. Paul Saints existed. All right, so what's, um, what was your impression of a Saints, St. Paul Saints game? Uh, I love the stadium. Uh, if, you know, you've never really been to that stadium, it's, it's a lot smaller than obviously the Twins. Um, but it's like, it's, it's like a really cool feel when you go there. And being that it's a semi-pro team, like you can get really cheap seats. So we got... Uh, t- our tickets were like 20 bucks and we were... Right behind the home dugout on like row two um, for 20 wow. bucks. So it was like awesome seats. Not too shabby. Yeah, no, yeah. And like gr- my girlfriend Grace was saying like it's almost better than a Twins game because you can get such good seats. And like the the interaction and the activities going on between each inning were, were great. So it was a great experience. Yeah, it's awesome. So how would it, do you have any um, trips planned this summer? So you've got, you got the tree trimming thing going on. Um any any big plans for the summer besides besides working? Uh, as far as the summer goes, uh, besides like a couple camping trips and just regular kayaking, we got to get that tri- camping trip done with Sergey too. Yes, yes, <laughs> we do. We really have to get that. We got that we got a works. buddy in college named uh, Sergey, and we've been trying to plan this camping trip for what two years now. This That's is just, the it's year. been a while. Because we always keep saying, "Man, we got to plan that camping trip." It's always that looming thing, like we got to get it done, but. Eventually, I think we're going to make it happen, but maybe that'll be the running joke. It's just right? hard with so many schedules. Like, it really is hard. Is Dalton's tough. always DJing on the weekend, so that makes it tough. I'm the, I'm the guy that kills it. You're the I'm, Achilles heel. I am. It's tough. All right. So, knowing this now, I can learn from this. So, next summer, we could... But I feel like that's like... It'll be year three. It'll be year yeah, three year by the three. time we get get the camping trip like in the works. I think this will be like here. the most hyped camping trip of all time. <laughs> it would be wild. It better be good. It would probably rain the whole time we plan the trip. Yeah, we finally get to do it. And we all like just have to stay inside and play board games the whole time. I mean, we could still have fun with that, but it wouldn't be quite like the the outdoor channel. Going yeah, on. No, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> We're going back to what you were saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. other other than that, uh, the one thing I really am looking forward to is uh, growing up, my family, we, we have draft horses. Um, so kind of like the Budweiser Clydesdales, but we actually have a breed called Shires. So they're the all Stitch black. And Stitch and Shires. Yeah. Called Stitch, Stitch and Shires. And so uh, we would always show, show them at different fairs throughout Wisconsin yeah. and Minnesota. Um, like driving them just like the Budweiser Clydesdales would on commercials. And so I always look forward to doing that. We don't do as hardly as many as we did in the past, um, but we'll be at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair on July 14th um, in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, uh, showing my grandparents' horses. So Stop by and see them. Yeah, stop by and see us. Uh, come hang out. It'll be a great day. Uh, but I just love doing that because it gets the whole fam together and we just get to hang out and just have some fun together. So that's always a good time. I look forward to that. So Yeah, just a good reason to come together. And what... Has there been any uh, strange encounters that you've had with these these horses before? Like, 
people come in to see them and they'll say like, can I ride it or something like that? Do you, do you let people ride these things or are they more just kind of like a show? show kind uh, of thing? Like personally, I have ridden them before and some of my friends have ridden them before. Uh, but usually at the fairs, we don't let people ride them just because there's a the lot. Risk, going, there's, yeah. yeah, there's there's risk and liability and there's just a lot, uh, lot going on. But yeah, you can definitely ride them. Uh, most people, when they see them, they're just kind of like kind of amazed because not many people have seen a horse that big. Right. Um, they've seen like a quarter horse, you know, but they haven't quite seen a big horse like that. So what's what's the most challenging thing about having a horse that size? Uh, I'd say like just transportation because, you know, you need trailers and trucks and like all that stuff costs money. So thankfully I don't have to buy anything like that. But uh, my grandpa has all the stuff to do it, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, just and then like they eat a lot of food, obviously. So do you guys ever do like sleigh rides in the winter or anything? Oh, like that absolutely. Yes. I feel like those would be like the prime horses for that. Like Yes. They are, um, there's nothing quite like Hallmark a, kind of moment. Yeah, it's there. like it's like a Hallmark out of a Hallmark Christmas movie, like going for a sleigh ride with a fresh snowfall just in the, the moon. Front. Yeah, just out out on the sleighs. <laughs> so that it, it, you think it's funny, but it's a great time. And yeah. Sitting on the on the hay bales in the sleigh and then drinking some hot chocolate afterwards, like that's a great uh, yeah. winter activity at the Stitchin Residence. So. I can totally picture it too. You have to come on out for one sometime. Yeah, hold me to it. I, this is you got to hold me to this more than the camping trip. Though. <laughs> oh, okay, it's not something we can push off. Yeah, push off. It's got to happen. The thing is, like this past winter though, we actually had like so much snow, like being like we had like four feet of snow. Like that's what it was, right? It was. It was a. It was a February lot. was long. We like we just had so much snow, like it was almost too much to do a sleigh ride. Yeah, like the horses couldn't even go through the snow. Neither could I. So <laughs> we all have our breaking. We, we were yeah, it was it was it it was done. So we just sat inside for about a month for about a month straight. So hopefully we have some snow, but not too much snow. It's riding that fine line of having enough to go out and play in, and then having absolutely nothing and having grass for Christmas. I think that's one of the worst things that can happen. Like, like you're trying to get in the holly jolly spirit. Can we just have you a got, happy medium? You got a wonderful you know? life on a Christmas story, whatever the case may be. And you have no snow on the ground. It's, it's like you, you pray for snow for Christmas. And then it's like, Holy Jesus, you gave us 10 feet. Like yeah. we pray too hard. Easy. I think around we, we, parts, so it's a we, little bit we're, different. We're going to prepare for rain this year and he is going to bring the snow. Well, all right. Where's my chalkboard? I got it. That's a facing the giants quote there, folks. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not familiar with facing the giants, you need to check it out. But uh, Jake and I were in a Monday night Bible study and we kind of kept a tally. It was kind of a running thing to have a facing the giants quote. Um, Great movie. Every, every Great Monday. Movie. So we watched it together. <laughs> we did. <clears throat> and then we also had, um, one of our buddies, his name is Mitch, um, not the Mitch that Jake works for, but he uh, he worked at Culver's and he would always bring in like these different different Culver's meals every time. Pot roast, butter burgers, right salads. Yeah, just the that, whole works. That smell would just fill the room, but it was a great smell. But um, he would always bring up Roger. What, Roger, yes. Roger. How, how can I forget? You really can't. We had, we, we had like a tracker for facing the Giants quotes and then ro- things that Roger said. So... Um, yeah, those were good times, man. It really I, was. I miss I miss our Monday night group. It was a good good Monday night run for for a while. Yeah, we did. Um, we went through Tony Dungy's book, um, Uncommon Man. It was like the 365 daily challenge, and what we do there is we'd read um, a full week's worth, and then we talk about what we learned through that week, like what message spoke to us the most, and 
different things like that. But that was, yeah, I'd say that's one of the things I look back on college and wish like I would have started. We would have started a little bit earlier, but really you live, enjoyed you live the time and you learn, right? Yeah, I really enjoyed the time that we did, and uh, I think one of my favorite memories um, from that or something that stemmed from that was the night that we went out and gave away free hot chocolate <laughs> on the uh, coldest day of the year in October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was right. It was Halloween night and, but we had the timing all off cause we were going to try to, we we're going to try to pass it out to all the trick or treaters. So we were at six sixteen B and B what we like to call it lived on first Avenue in Eau Claire. We're like, all right, well at like five o'clock we'll head downtown and we'll pass out free hot chocolate to everyone. Well, apparently they were down there all the way up until five o'clock and we didn't know that so we get down there and like nobody's down there but and we then didn't. we were informed that trick-or-treating was from 3 30 to 5 yeah and we were down there like 505 so then we just started passing out to people like on the street or and then business owners we got we exchanged some candy um for hot chocolate at i think the we got salon. some snickers yeah we so did it was a good day it was really good um yeah we talked to the homeless man and talked about like that's that's something like I guess we not a normal interaction and you didn't think you don't really think that like poverty is a big deal in Eau Claire or like you don't think it affects the smaller cities as much but we got to experience some of that and just have a conversation with him and um yeah and then then I went to, so it was after you went home I was and we still had a ton of hot chocolate left and so I went down to Water Street and sat outside of the Pioneer um, with this big tub of hot chocolate and people were like kind of looking at me weird like why did what's in this i was like it's not spiked honestly so i'd pour a glass for myself and at that point it was kind of lukewarm and so i just pour a glass and like chug it myself and they're like okay if this man's willing to do that like <laughs> it must we'll be all right so yeah um but it's interesting when yeah that was a, that was a fun experience but i kind of got off on a good times there, but, no that's all right so that's your summer sounds like it'll be pretty busy and you get probably have a couple weddings in there to yep. uh, attend we're we're kind of at that age where um all of our friends are starting to get married and it's those are really fun weddings a good a chance it's a good excuse to meet up with friends again and just have a good night but dance it up on the dance floor and heck yeah have a good time yes what do you <clears throat> but the school year is right around the corner what are you most looking forward to about your first year of teaching? Oh, I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I like. I'm trying not to think about it too much because I want to try and enjoy summer while it's still here because it's already going by really fast. Uh, right. But I'm, for not, this, I'm not trying to get you to yeah to think jump ahead, ahead in the future too much, but I'm just curious. Yeah, because I think just being we're both teachers. I think uh, as far as the school year goes, I'm just really excited to like have my own class, my own rules and expectations and just kind of do things the way I want to do it. Cause like, as you know, as we've gone through our program, like you kind of have to head, um, kind of follow what the teacher already had in place. Um, so it'll, I think it'll just be fun to like do things my way and kind of put my own spin on things and kind of just create, create a, an environment and classroom, um, in my school district that I think will be really, really fun. So, yeah. And you can take all the things that you, learned along the way maybe those are things that you learn or not learn right stuff that you want to emulate or stuff you say hey there's no way in heck i'm doing that in my classroom kind of thing so it's nice to kind of pick up pick up those tips and tricks along the way but also those things were like yeah there's not a chance i'm doing that but that's all part of i think the the fun and going through the education program 
Yeah, and I think also too, it's just, it'll just be a fun time to just start like a new a new chapter in life of just starting like an actual real job and you know getting to meet and work with different coworkers and then the students as well. You know, like because that's as you know why we love teaching just because of the kids. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun to to get involved with that. And I'll be coaching archery this year, so it'll be fun to fun to coach up some kids in the archery club and and yes. see how that goes. So I. <laughs> You need to let me know in one of those like events are what do you do you call them events or meets? <laughs> Honestly, I really don't know. I think uh I think there are archery tournaments. Tournaments. I was totally off. The that. big T tournaments. Okay. So that could I think we do intense. a couple. I think they're on Saturdays normally, which I wasn't a huge fan of. Uh but we'll see how it goes. Hopefully uh we'll get a couple kids qualified for the state tournament and maybe even Go to nationals, so we'll see. The pressure's cool. on the coach, so yeah. we'll see what happens. I'm expecting you 100% to show up on that first day with a Robin Hood hat on, and I'll just be in like the woods or something. You just give me like a thumbs up, and I'll just play like that uh, Robin Hood and Little John walking through the fort. Come on out! Yeah. <laughs> so really set the tone for the season. Really, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Little John. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. I'll have to call you up when we start. I think we start in November, so. Okay. Uh, I'll make it Late happen. November, early December. All right. So it might be a little cold waiting in the woods. I better not be waiting in the woods that long. Like, Well, we're not going to have snow yet, so it'll be it'll be a mild mild fall, so you'll be all right. Mild fall. That's You heard it here first, folks. The weather forecast from Jake Stitchin is it's going to be a mild fall. Mild fall. No we've, had, we've had a wet spring, summer. It's going to be a mild fall this year. No, no snow on the ground for um, gun opener? Not gun opener, but for Christmas, which is where it really counts. So, okay. Well, I guess if we're being so real, we're that really counts circle. for gun we're hunting. To Christmas, but... we're back to the Hallmark moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, – okay, so now we're kind of on um, hunting. What's what's one of the most memorable hunting experiences that you've had? Well, I mean, I, I personally – I love to hunt. You know, I love being outside. But one of my best memories hunting – uh, is when my first year of bow hunting, actually, when I was 12, I, uh, I went out hunting with my dad because we obviously had to go, um, with a, with a mentor. And the first time out, I had this little three point buck come running by and I shot at him. I missed him and I was just so disappointed. Uh, you know, I was just really bummed. I missed my first deer and, but then, you know, a couple of days later, me and my dad, we went out again and I ended up shooting this really nice nine point buck and it was just really cool to experience it with my dad and uh being it was my first deer it really got me hooked on bow hunting and it was really fun too because my brother also wanted to shoot that deer and he was really pissed off at me for shooting his deer so that made it even better right yeah once you know that it's like the the grin comes out and uh, yeah you can hang that over hold that over his head a little bit but i mean we do i really honestly have endless memories i just love love being out in the outdoors with my dad and my brothers so there's something about that camaraderie yeah and just coming together deer camp is there's nothing quite like fall deer camp in wisconsin right hats off to the wives that put up with with deer camp uh we can't thank you enough (laughs) deer camp is like uh, a holiday it really is it should be a national holiday i don't know why it isn't yet we need to get a petition going folks if you're interested in signing the um deer camp national holiday petition it'll be on the northern website soon yep we'll send you it in the newsletter I, like I don't even know why we still have school. Like it should be nine for nine days. We do nothing but hunt. 
mm-hmm. and Black Friday shop for the wives. So and that's really what they get in return. They get to go shopping. So right. it's really a there's win-win a, There's for some both. trade-off there. Yeah, it's a win-win for both. Yeah. I think one of the my most favorite things about Deer Camp is not losing money in poker because I'm not – my brother's a really good poker player. So I'm, I'm always like, man, can we just play something else where I don't have to lose all my money? Um, but I think one of my favorite things about Deer Camp is just – you hear, you get to hear like some of the same stories over again, but they get a little bit um, embellished as time goes on. Like every year, oh, they get a little bit far stretched. That wasn't a, a fifty-yard shot. That was like a three hundred and fifty-yard <laughs> shot. Deer was on the run, had like a bulletproof vest on or something, to just stretch the truth. But I think that's um, that's one of my favorite parts about deer camp, and obviously the food and just. All right, what's your go-to uh, deer stand snack? So something that you oh, always have to have this is like, a good question. stuck in your pockets, but not like the Velcro pockets because that's the last thing you want to do is... Scare all the deer away. Yeah. That was a terrible Velcro it's like sound, the, but you, you know that... You, you know, nowadays they get really fancy with the magnetic pack pockets so you don't even hear them anymore. Yeah, it's really... Those you are haven't made invested by the snack makers yet. right there. Yeah, those are the big deal. But without without a question, even second thought, is for sure the peanut butter... M&M's. Peanut butter M&M's. They're, and they're not just peanut butter M&M's. They're the good luck peanut butter M&M's. So if you don't have them, you might as well not even go out in the woods because you, you yeah. don't have any good luck. You you're got not the bad luck M&M's. You, you got all the ones that were cast aside. Yeah, those were like, and it all started when we, we'd always go to my grandparents for, for deer hunting and she would always pack us each her own bag of peanut M&M's. So she and now you it's... Up. Now it's just tradition. Like we go in the woods with two packets or two bags of peanut butter M and M's. So that's the move. And last year, my brother he actually forgot his M and M's, so we had to run to Woodman's at eleven thirty at night and get good luck M and M's. That important. That's, that's <laughs> you can't go thing, hunting without right? the good luck M and M's. You can't do it. It's a stitching law. It's, it's, a, it's exactly written. What about you? What's your favorite uh, snack? We always have. A ton of like little Snickers bars hanging out. Ooh, those are always good. Otherwise, it's like a it's like a ham and cheese sandwich. Classic. Break it out and a thermos full of coffee. Just honestly, we have this. One of the best parts about our hunting spot is well, it's right. We have our own land, so we just kind of walk out the back door and can go to our spot. So. Really, what he's it's probably really saying nice. is they hunt out of the back porch. No, I, <laughs> that's really we're, probably we're, what happens if we're, we're being honest. Real hunters here, but I think the best, big ground blind they hunt out of. Yeah, Wi-Fi, heat, <laughs> everything, fridge, freezer, like bathroom. Tom Haverford, big in, ground uh, blinds at the Hessel Ranch. Yeah, it's all uh, Sky Mall stuff out there. <laughs> no, but I think. Um, one of the best things is that we live kind of our lands right next to these train tracks. So whenever the train goes by, that's when it'll give you a cover to stand up and make some noise, uh, maybe stretch stretch the body a little bit. You get you get pretty tight when you're leaning against a tree um, on a hang on, but it provides that time where you can just go to town on all your snacks. Like doesn't matter. Like I'll pop a bag of chips kind of thing and just munch on those Doritos. Doesn't matter. Like, keep, keep Sounds like a big squirrel in the, the tree. tree. Like keep doing it. I'm, I'm all about it. <laughs> 
If you like the Northern Nerd podcast and other things created by the Northern Nerd, please consider supporting us by going to our online store at www.thenorthernerd.com backslash online store. And there you're going to find our hats, our coffee mugs, our t-shirts, and not just stuff with our logos on, but other things with the Northwoods in mind. If you go there right now and you go to checkout and you type in promo code podcast, as you're checking out, you're going to get 10% off your next order. Please consider supporting the Northern Nerd and thank you for being a nerd. All right, so Jake, I have some questions here in this cheesehead top hat. One young gentleman during Musky Fest described it as the Abe Lincoln cheesehead because it's kind of like his. That's top a hat. great description. Yeah, matches so, well. All these questions are really random, and I just cut them up. So I'll ask you a question, and then you'll answer it first, then I'll answer it, then you can pull one out and ask me it. All right. So we'll kind of go back and forth here. Are you down for that? Feel a little pressure, but I think I'm up for it. Pre- they're they're pretty laid back questions. Let's I feel like I might be like, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, what type of questions are we asking? But he says they're laid back, so we should be all right. So I'll determine whether or not I know how to read. Okay. Your question is: What is the best thing that happened to you during this past week? Hmm. That's a pretty easy question for me. It was definitely going to see my girlfriend Grace in the cities. Easy answer. Yeah. Smart, smart man. Yeah. I would say the best thing that happened to me was I went to a concert last night um, at Big Top Chautauqua. And that's kind of by Bayfield, um, Wisconsin, pretty north. And that was a really fun concert. It was the band called Lake Street Dive. And they do a lot of really, really good songs with, like, they have a a story to them and they're really it's kind of like like a 70s kind of funk feel to them but their their lead singer's got a really unique voice and they did some really good covers as well um but that was a fun place and a great great venue to check out so if you haven't been to big top chautauqua that's just fun to say too <laughs> that um, is a good 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 one to say <laughs> that was probably the best thing it was my buddy and his mom and i and uh, yeah that was a lot of fun it looked like a fun time. Yeah. All right. Let's see All right. What now we got it's your in turn, question man. box here. Digging deep on the bottom here. Yes. You can't see it, but he is. Ooh, simple one. Classic or modern? Classic. If I had to pick anything like classic car, going with that. Record player. Classic. Like how I view um, dating and relationships. Classic. Like. I, I don't know, just classic kind of guy. I think I'm right in the same boat. You know, I'm yeah, pretty classic, I'd say the pretty same. basic. Not that I'm against modern. No, you know, I think like modern stuff is really, is really nice, and I, I like to look at it and check it out, like modern buildings and stuff like that. But I think classic is just, yeah, I'm a classical guy. So yeah, cool. Well, that was it. That was a that short was an easy one. one. That, that was, was an easy, easy one. one. All right, we'll do some more here. All right. Hopefully these, I don't think they're too hard. I snuck in a few hard-hitting ones, but nothing that's going to really destroy your day. So, all right. Speaking of our camping trip, would you rather go camping in the woods or stay at a beach house? Oh, I'm, since I'm such a nature guy, I would definitely say camping in the woods. With so. with Sergey and the group Probably, and it gets yeah. planned. Yes. <laughs> On a big fancy lake or something next to a lake. So next to a lake. So next have, to a lake. Okay, so we access have access to the water. To yeah. So we're not just 
um, going around and not having any body of water to canoe or kayak on. Yeah, not just like a that. bunch of guys sitting in the woods, like a bunch of guys sitting in the woods next to the water. Doing some fishing. Yeah. Okay. I probably have to say the same thing. Although it is nice to go on the beach and really enjoy the beach, I would much rather just be camping. The real question is, would it depend if there's really bad mosquitoes? Because if there's mosquitoes in the woods, sign me up for the beach. But if we have bug spray, I'll, I'll go in the woods. Okay. Well, because the mosquitoes have been really bad this year, and I'm not about to just keep hitting myself all, all day. Let's all let's say the mosquitoes are basically non-existent. <laughs> then definitely in the let's woods. Let's say it's your ideal camping trip. 60 degrees, I'm in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like perfect, like a little crisp. Yeah, sweatshirt air. Yeah, fall, fall is the best time of year, hands down. That's you can I'm enjoy saying. it like a campfire, like sit next to it and not feel yep. like you're burning. You know, mm-hmm. blue jeans and a sweatshirt, man. Simple kind of life. Oh, you got it. It's my this turn. One. Yeah, yeah I was ew. jumping the gun here. It's my bad. What is something beautiful you see every day? Well, I feel like the sunrise. I don't see that every day. That was gonna be my answer. I don't. I don't see like technically rise every day because I'm not up that early. But after sunset, I really, I really enjoy a good sunset. Um, just even looking out my back window here at the house, um, it's pretty, it's pretty enjoyable and. Even though I'm close to town, it feels like I'm out in the woods as well. So I'd have to say that. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, either you like a sunrise or just you know just trees or nature. I was gonna say you're spending a lot of times around you trees. Know, now, yeah, like so. I, I cut trees. I'm I'm up in trees all the time, and it's just like you think a tree is such a basic thing, but they really are just a beautiful creation, you know. And we yeah. cut down some massive, huge trees that are like over a hundred years old. So uh, they are just like they're they're beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. Coming from a guy, I just call myself a geeky tree guy. So geeky tree guy, geeky tree guy. It's not his business card, actually. <laughs> the geeky tree guy. Yeah. All right. Who makes you laugh more than anyone? Oh, that is just definitely my brother, my eldest brother, Jason. He uh, he's one of those people who, like we have a unique relationship, and I can literally just like look at him, just look at him, not say anything. He doesn't have to do it. I'll just look at him, and I can just start laughing just because he's just. He's just, you guys are just on that level. We're just on that level. You yeah. Know? And he's just so fun to like, we just like to make fun of each other. And he's so easy to pick on, like in a good way. And so that's just, it makes it easy. Yeah. And it's fun. <laughs> what about you? I'm, I'm going to have to say my dad. We, we share the same sense of humor, I think. And um, we can quote movies like crazy. And that's that's like our language. Like our my family's language Speaking is movie movies. quotes. Yeah, because there'll be something that happens, and then all of a sudden we'll like say the same movie quote or just get each other. That's to why we were so good at uh, facing the giants quotes, huh? Right. I gotcha. It makes sense now. Yeah, it's the it's the language you speak. All right, let's see one more here. What's the worst topping to put on a pizza? Worst topping to put on a pizza. That's like, don't say pineapple because that that does not count because that's good. 
And some people would say that, and that'd really irritate me. That'd probably ruin our friendship. You know, I wasn't going to say it, but now I... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I see how it is. No, I have to say... Uh, People all the time say anchovies, but I've never seen like anybody actually put anchovies on their pizza. Um, I'm not a huge fan of mushrooms. So I'm going to say mushrooms. That's that's not something that I really enjoy on pizza. But if you do like that, I don't I don't hate you as a person. There's nothing against you. It's just I'm not eating that slice <laughs> of pizza. I'm crying over here. What? <laughs> I'm crying over here. Yeah. Pull, pull yourself feel, together. I feel, I feel man. the hate. Hey, you just called me out if I if I didn't like pineapple <laughs> on my true. pizza. That's true. I had it coming. Uh, I would say, yeah, anchovies is interesting because I feel like everyone says that, but I've never even had an anchovy. So I've never I re- seen that as an I don't even know what it is. On on like a pizza menu, like oh, if you want to add bacon, that's an extra dollar. Is it like a piece of meat? Or I think it's just a mythical thing that people. We're gonna have to look this up when we're done. What we're is have to do it? Some what research? Is, what is an anchovy? Because. <laughs> We we really don't know. I don't, like I've never even seen one at a grocery store. No, I just uh, they don't exist. We'll come. They don't exist. They don't we're, exist. We're just coming to that conclusion right now. I would most. probably say for for an actual topping that does exist, probably probably olives. Yeah, you know, like I just olives. I don't feel like really do anything for you. Like they're not good. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I, I'd eat them if I had to if it was under the cheese. Which, for the record, I don't know who would put ingredients underneath the cheese because that's just. That's painful. I mean, if they're on the pizza, I'll live. You know, I just I'd I'd rather you get be that able, joke. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'd rather be able to pick them off, but I would say olives, black or green doesn't matter. Either one, okay, no go. Yeah. What would you have done if I would have said cheese? Cheese? Yeah. I said the door's right there. <laughs> get out! Don't boy. hit you on the way out. <laughs> All right. We'll have one more question here, each. All right. On your last vacation, did you plan everything out beforehand or did you go with the flow? Ooh, that's a good question. So we, the last vacation I was on was Atlanta, Georgia for my golden birthday, actually. Golden Thanks, birthday. Shout out to Grace Erickson for coming up with the trip. Yeah. It was great. Uh, but we, uh, we planned like some stuff. Like we knew we had like a couple big things to do. Um, cause we had like these city passes where we would do like, we toured the Coca-Cola factory and, the uh, um, aquarium and the CNN news station. So we had a couple like big things planned out, but that only took up like half of our time. Um, so then the rest of the time we didn't have anything planned. We kind of just went with the flow and, and checked out the city and stuff like that. So, um, and is it, I, I'd say just from knowing you over the years, that's kind of your style is kind of go with the flow and you have a couple set things in mind that you want to get done, but also at the same time, like it's not that serious of a thing. Yeah. I like, like I'm kind of an in-betweener. Like mm-hmm. I like to know a little bit of what we're going to do, but I don't want to have like, Oh, at two o'clock we're going to go here. And then at five o'clock, if we're not here, then we're in like a strict itinerary. Yeah, no, no, thanks. No, thanks. Like give me like something to like a general plan and then we'll kind of like go with the flow. And if we get to it, we get to it. If we don't, we don't. So, mm-hmm. That's kind of my style. Yeah. And I, I'd say that's probably my my style as well. Um, last time – or the last trip I went on um, was to Los Angeles. And I had a couple set things in mind. I wanted to go visit uh, this bookstore in L.A. called The Last Bookstore where they did like all this art with books. And I actually found it on Instagram and I – just as I was kind of doing some research for the trip, I was like, I definitely got to go check out this place. It was a huge bookstore and they 
they did all this really um, unique art with it. So that was quite an experience. Um, and then I wanted to go check out the um, Hollywood sign. Wanted to go to Disneyland. I spent eight hours at Disneyland. That's awesome. That was my. That, I think that's where I peaked. Like, if I had to like say like, oh, what was it? What was the best moment so far of your existence? I'd eight hours right at Disneyland. There. It was a rainy Monday. Hardly anybody was at the park, and there oh, weren't just fly any to the lines. front of those lines. And I met these group of girls from Idaho, and they let me join their crew, and they had like a fast pass, so I kind of got to be with their group and it was kind of like a Disneyland heist because they only had three fast passes but they had like the talkative girl in the group talk to the workers at the time she had the and so she talked to them and like she pulled their attention away from the scan thing so they're able to scan their third fast pass a fourth time now folks if you're listening if any people from Disneyland are listening we were just having a good time at the park that day. Nobody just trying to enjoy ourselves. We yeah. are sorry. We just want to get on that Indiana Jones ride one more time. That was all. That's understandable. I'm sure it was great. But it was, yeah, that, that trip was great. Like I hitchhiked. So I've always wanted was, to do that. I had a friend who hitchhiked from Fall Creek all the way up to California and back. And I thought that'd be, yeah. like, that's a little scary, but I think that'd be fun. I And it wasn't. All right, so I'll back up a little bit. It wasn't a like thumb out kind of thing, but I caught a ride with a guy that was going from San Diego to LA, and I did not know this man. So it was a very conventional. Our train got canceled. He was in line ahead of me. We were talking for like two hours together, and he said, "So you had some connection to a certain extent." But then he was like, "You know, I live a couple blocks away. It was Super Bowl Sunday when I was in LA." And the Rams were playing in the Super Bowl. So I was like, all right, this is going to be absolutely nuts. Um, and then so he was like, all right, we go, we'll go back to my place. I got to stay, say hi to my wife. Want to show you to my wife to show you that you're a legit person. And like the way he introduced me, was like, oh, this guy's just a really neat uh, Wisconsin kid. He's going to be a teacher kind of thing. Because I had like <laughs> the Wisconsin innocence, like the Midwest nice, like, oh, hey, how's it going? How you doing? Kind of thing. Um, can I get that for you? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, let me sneak by there. But um, yeah, so then then we both checked that we were legit. Oh, so I could check like, hey, this is a legit family man. And then they, they could check like, Hey, I'm a legit guy too. But uh, the turning point in the trip was when he, uh, we were at the gas station and it was right before we left to go to um, LA. And I got out of the car to go just grab a water or something like that. I was like, this guy, I made a bad decision here as far as like leaving and going to the bathroom and getting some water because this guy could have just taken off with my stuff. So when I got back and saw that the car was still there, I knew I could trust the guy, at least to get to me to L.A. That's good. You could have been in a, he was really, a really solid situation. Guy. And, it, and the conversation wasn't too bad in the way there either. It wasn't like it was two hours of just silence and listening to painful 90s R&B or something. But it was it was good. That's good. Um, but in a long answer form, that was that was like the last trip I went on where I was just – I had some set stuff kind of like you and Grace did, but then there were there was a lot of time where I was just like, oh, I'm just going to go do this thing. And I think that was one of the cool things about traveling solo was just, oh, I have this inclination to go do this thing. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to check with the group. It's just whatever you want, you get. Yeah. Not that traveling with like 
another person is a bad thing, but there's just something different about being on your own schedule. Yeah. I've never done it. So it's tough yeah. for me to say. You should try it. Even if it's like a day trip to transformation church, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's quite a drive, but I think you can do it, man. I for those of you that off. do not know about transformation church, it's uh just go check it out on Instagram or, or YouTube. It's, it's the real deal. Michael Todd is the man. He is the man. I love the guy. Yeah. Great, great guy. Yeah. Well, Jake, um, do you have anything else you want to add or anything you want to talk about before we sign off? I think that's it. I think I think we killed it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> at least, podcast. At least I like the things. That, if you're still listening, great. Thank you for um, listening to the show. It was great to have Jake on the show. It's great to have him in town and kind of showing him around Hayward. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Northern Nerd Podcast. Feel free to check us out on Facebook on instagram and also um check out our online store you can get hats you can get shirts you even can get a northern nerd podcast coffee mug um wow yeah drink the morning cup of coffee and that uh but thank you again for tuning in we appreciate it and take care